0: welcome back to the next chapter chapter five how to streamline your processes is why it's important okay so looking at running an audit you want to take a look to see what processes are broken within a company or your own brand whatever it may be a lot of it could be cross you know department communication you know it takes 14 emails or approvals for you know our team to get an email out whatever it may be um, but here's a list that I compiled that really you should concentrate on so your marketing technology number one I mean it's it's you know we're we're in a day and age where technology is consuming all of us and marketing technology keeps getting better and better and better. Um, and I'll do a, a a deep dive into some of my favorite marketing technologies at the end of this course, and we'll do a working session so you understand. You know um, maybe some of the things that I'm doing to set yourself up a little bit better. But take a look at your marketing technology and improve it if it's you know dated. Get replace it with a new one. I just did this with my own brand with a you know an email platform I was on an email platform literally for the past eight years it didn't meet it didn't grow it didn't do anything really new compared to some other ones that are just you know sprinting past it in terms of integration and, and, and the technology that you know is now built in with those platforms so I exported all my um, contacts and deleted it and started with a new one and I'll, I'll tell you what those are at the end uh, of this course. Second e-commerce platforms. There's so a lot of brands out there operating on old dinosaur e-commerce platforms. It will basically slow down the marketing department. If you if you have an e-commerce platform that's not marketing and user-friendly, it doesn't integrate well with uh, marketing platforms, that's an issue because you're gonna you're gonna have to rely on IT and development to set some certain you know APIs up or you know, whatever it may be that you're asking for. And it's important that the e-commerce platform that you're using is up to date. Obviously the best, one of the best ones is Shopify. They are just on another level when it comes to speed, getting things out quick. There's a lot of brands on Shopify. Then you have some like legacy older people that have been in the uh, around e-commerce for a while that like built it with their bare hands and like coded it. And they hate Shopify because it's out of the box and it kind of takes away from like the art of actually building it. But I don't care at this point. I mean, it, it moves so fast and it integrates with so many things. You can do whatever you want on Shopify. So that's an example of, uh, you know, setting yourself up for a process that um, will let you go fast. Another one is data. So a lot of companies fail at turning data into actionable strategies or campaigns or growth or revenue drivers. And what I mean by this is they can maybe say, yeah, oh yeah, everything is data driven. We, we do a lot with data. We collect a lot of data, but in reality, they understand their data, but they're not making it actionable. They don't know how to take action for that data. And as a marketer, you have to have a dashboard like a Power BI or something like that where you can go to a data scientist or an IT team and say, listen, this is what we want because I want to be able to look at it on a daily basis or an hourly basis and pinpoint strategies and make tweaks here and there. And that's how you see growth and better ROI. Well, marketers should not be spending time doing that data scientist job or an IT's job and going through Excel spreadsheets and all this other stuff. Like It's like I said, Take advantage of technology, stop using the term, this is the way we used to do it when it was 15 years ago. Like It's dead. You have to have the mentality to say, no, I want this dashboard. I worked with a great data scientist at a very large company. We moved very fast for how big the company was, and I said, hey, I need this, this, and this in a dashboard. Can you build it? A day or two would go by, and he would, he would say, here you go, so then I wouldn't have to bother him anymore. I would just go into my dashboard, gain all that data knowledge, and then use it for our strategies. Another one to focus on would be your email platform or SMS platform. Um, I've used every email platform under the sun from MailChimp to Klaviyo. One that I like that's a little bit more robust that plugs into a lot of e-commerce platforms is called .digital. It does more than just email. It does SMS. It does form surveys. It'll do reporting for you. Uh, a lot of it... Um, feeds all the data in that platform. It'll segment customers based on how they interact with you, open, click, buy, all that cool stuff. Clavio is another good one, integrates really well with, with Shopify. Here's a term that you're gonna be hearing a lot. I just had a great conversation. Um, the CEO, I think I mentioned this on, uh, on an early cha- chapter, the CEO of, of a platform that I like to use called JustUno. Uh, talks and and uses this term called first party data. And basically it's like getting brands back to like caring more about their customers and not just volume on Amazon. Amazon's going to probably control the world soon. and, And a lot of brands want to create a better experience. And the only way they can do that is by asking their current customers, like how can we create a better experience? Like, what are you interested in? What, what can we do for you to help, you know, be a better or loyalty or brand champion, if you will. And that is the first-party data. That's something that you can't do when your sales are being, are happening on uh, third-party platforms or like retail or something like that. So first-party data is something that you wanna streamline and, and it's gonna help you uh, move faster and understand your audience to better to create a better user experience. A uh, next one, which is definitely the hardest, is opening up a clear channel with other departments. I mean, IT and, and development typically butt heads with marketing because marketing likes to move fast IT kind of prioritizes everything and documents everything. They spend, I swear, they spend 70% of their time explaining why they do something a certain way rather than just doing stuff, you know? So um, it's important to be their best friend um, and to get some of your marketing asks and requests, features, whatever it is that you want for the website, whatever is uh, under their control that needs to be prioritized and don't let that slip away because I've seen things slip away for months at a time. And then I'm constantly following up and asking, and then it's just constantly being deprioritized. So that also comes down with the the size of the team. But I what I do is I try to use again up to the top marketing technology wherever I can use that marketing technology uh, to take um, to put that power into my hands and kind of take it away from uh, IT development. I try to do that. And lastly, you have reporting. So a lot of these tools that I'm going to do a deep dive in at the end of this course. Um, they have built in dashboards and built in reporting, but it's it's good to have it all in one spot. A BI tool will do this. Uh, again, I'll, I'll show examples. I'll, I'll go in some, we'll do a working session, deep dive into some of the tools that I like and uh, what they do. So, yep, there's a recap, streamlining processes, and I'll see you in the next chapter.